Hello everyone, it's Renee Barabow, the Practical Shaman, and welcome to the Shaman's Cave. Hi everyone, I'm Sandra Ingerman, and welcome to the Shaman's Cave. Well, we're really excited to be here today. We're always really excited to be here and spend time together anyway, but today we thought we would um, talk about, like, how do you discern what's true for you? And, you know, there's so much noise how do you quiet all of the noise, go inside and check? Like, I was supposed to go to a party that I was so looking forward to. And then when I really looked inside and I, you know, I'm there like, well, I want to be bigger and braver. I want to go to a party with only 11 people at it, but I wasn't feeling comfortable. And that's okay for me to say, hey, I'm not ready to go out and socialize with more than just a couple of people because, and I don't even need a because. That's the other thing is we don't really need to define why we're thinking the way we are. But today I can decide like, well, it feels a little more expanded to stay home, you know, work on an article that I'm writing, work on, work on, well, I'll tell you what I'm working on. I had a, a tenant leave a property and sometimes I can ignore my property. You know, it just is, it's just like a cash cow over there paying the rent every month and everything. And all of a sudden a tenant leaves who had a really bad experience out in the world. And it reflected itself back really quickly. So one of these things about this time is whatever you put out there, it's like a, a boomerang that's gonna hit you back really, really fast. But all of a sudden, all over the property, water leaks are happening and finally i know i knew you'd get it right away so you know yesterday the gardeners say no it's the pool and the pool guy say no it's the gardener well lo and behold it was this crazy crack in a big pipe down in the earth so we get that all fixed up yesterday dig a big hole another pipe breaks today and it was like this experience of you know, whack-a-mole with the water leaks. And then I thought to myself, oh, I hadn't tended to this property in a while. And Mama Water is telling me this property needs a cleansing. And if I'm not going to cleanse it, she's going to cleanse it by breaking all of the, the sprinkler valves that have no reason to break right at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> so what sprinkler valves are breaking in your life or what water is leaking in your life? What's cleansing here that's pointing the direction of you're not listening, you better pay attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, uh, about a week ago, my printer died. Um, and then um, my husband's car transmission um, went out. And so, you know, just looking at all the things going on in our house and in our cars, and they're all metaphors for what's going on inside of us. They're all just metaphors. Yeah, so that was kind of that one. And, you know, then so, like, then I thought to myself, well, I brought over some smudge and I saged the, the one part of the property. And it was like, I realized this morning when the next, I mean, we're talking about like big leaks. The next one comes up and it's like, okay, Renee, really, you know, and I was talking to a friend last night because this was where my healing center was, where, you know, we had so many uh, 15 years ago, you know, 
you know, Grandma Florida Pio came through. All of these people came through and made this property a holy, sacred ground. And it's now a sober living house. And it needs tending. So what in your life needs tending today? And, you know, how are you supporting that? Are you so busy reading what's going on over in Wisconsin that you're not even paying attention to what's going on in Palm Desert? And I think we get carried away with ourselves thinking that we have so much control. I was even thinking about it when I wanted to go to this party and go to L.A. today. And I was thinking, you know... Was I being extravagant in my travel? Was I just willy-nilly where I was going without any thought for how much gas, you know, what it was doing to, you know, like, and so is this time of reconfiguring our spatial reality really as important as everything else that's going on in the world? And really how many trips do I need to take to New York a year or, you know, and, and I, I, I don't know the answer to it, and the answer might be different for you, but I've noticed for myself lately, I really thought about how much I just, that we just trampled all the sacred sites all over the world because we could. Right, yeah. In, in uh, 2003, um, my uh, helping spirit, who many of you know, uh, one of my helping spirits is the Egyptian goddess Isis. She came to me and she said, there's gonna be a time on the planet where people aren't gonna be able to travel anymore. And she said, I want you to start training teachers so that um, uh, people in local areas have the opportunity to work with really experienced shamanic teachers. And that was actually when I started training teachers. And so you can kind of see that, you know, there's been a setup for a really long time. Everything is connected, you know, we, we're just real limited in, in our time frames that we see. And, and I also, in my very second book that I wrote, I wrote about the power of small communities of people uh, working with their own communities and having block parties again. I grew up in New York. We used to have block parties, you know, people come out and meet each other and share food together. And I wrote in my book about um, how in areas of the inner cities, people were coming together in small communities to create gardens, to be able to feed the community. And I really see, you know, in what Renee is, is talking about, I really see we got so globally, everything became so global because it could, it could. And now it's like we went so far global. <laughs> it's like now we need to come back to our home space again and tend it. Mm -hmm. And we need to tend our communities again. Right. So for and so instead of looking to the news sources for, you know, a description of what's going on in your life, look inside. You know, just absolutely look inside. Like, are there plants dying in your own yard? Are there what's going on around you? Like one of the things that happened really nice in this neighborhood was that when people couldn't go anywhere, they had these like 
gatherings on the lawn where everyone sat six feet apart. They had all their squirt bottles with, you know, a little bit over the top. But, you know, and I actually stopped and, and visited with people who live across the street. And one of the things that I've noticed in this, and I don't know if you've noticed, is that this, my neighborhood where I live, I happen to be in a gated community, was very transient. Like people would use up the desert three months out of the year and go home to Canada or wherever else they were going home to. And now all of a sudden families are moving in. Mm. It's not so good at the pool because there's lots of kids and stuff and I don't get to have my nightly swims, but there's it, the, the, the nature of the demographics are changing. And, you know, I was talking to somebody last week who moved his family from New York to, you know, one of the suburbs up in, in the Lenox area. I think we're going to see more of where do I want to be planted instead of where do I want to fly from all the time? Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, yeah. You know, our behavior um, towards this planet is... We're, we're on, we live in a planet of cause and effect. I'm not using blame. No blame, no judgment, no guilt. Cause and effect is neutral. Cause and effect is neutral. There's no blame or anything. You take action, things happen, and that's the effect. And we ha we're looking at a big effect of how we had, um, you know, this amazing opportunity and we took it but we're getting a message we're getting a message now and so if we go back to the show that we did last week about staying in the present what's the message now and as Renee as you're brilliantly sharing about um, tending tending what's right in front of you now mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and the people who are the furthest out from this are, I bet you if you looked at, you know, how they're tending to their own spaciousness and, and stuff like that. And I think that that's so key right now. The other thing that I was going to suggest that you might want to do in, uh, is to create an, an additional anchor in your life right now. Because you know, the, the, uh, the, the South American shamans or, or however they're called, animism, I don't want to get the, I don't want to get the, the police, the word police after me here, but they talked about this time as being uh, uh, a pachacuti. And the way that I'm describing it in the new book that I'm working on is more that we've entered into the cycle of decay. And so when something's decaying, you know, it's, there's nothing really good to hold on to. Like, you, you know, there, there is not. And one of the things that we've realized in the Wind Clan, and trust me, a lot of the information that comes, like I got the book, Winds of Spirit, but most of the information on the teaching and stuff is coming from the early students who are coming to share their experiences of the wind. And we realized that when a boat is anchored in the water, there, it allows for movement. There's not, it's not anchored so tight that nothing can move. So in your life, if you're anchoring to things that are, are fixed points in time and space, you're probably struggling. It's, you know, you're fighting against the wind and trust me, there's no fighting against a fixed 
point in the wind. And, and so there's probably, this is a time where you need to be able to bend. And in the spring, at the equinox, and you can go back to it on in my website, but I just wanted to walk through the process with you. There is a, a journey on it, and I'll put it in the, the notes for this, but that there is a second anchor point that's now available to us. And I don't know how long it's been available because I don't, you know, I usually just say, okay, okay, and we'll try this out and see how it works for a few months. And this seems to be really helpful to people is to actually go outside in nature close your eyes and remember somebody was asking me the other day and this was a really good point she was wondering where her first anchor spot was and in the wind work and it's funny i posted it and, and somebody in the shaman's cave wanted to tell me that this was right and this is where it's in the tibetan i'm sure it's in a lot of traditions but right now i'm just listening to the wind guidance but that there's this invisible magnetic uh, field of energy that goes through from the top all the way down through comes out like your pelvic region into the center of the earth to the magnetic field and this is your spin axis that's what i've been told it is because this awakening compass that i work with is an orienting tool and there's a spin axis that keeps you tethered to the earth because we all navigate from our own wheelhouses I don't navigate from Sandra, she can't navigate from mine. And when we're doing that, it's generally a projection about what the other person needs more, you know, unless you're in a healing situation, you've invited all in the spirits and they're guiding it. But when I have my judgments, it's like, well, this is what you need. So when we're anchored, one of the things is that for me, it was really easy because I've lived within the same few mountain ranges and peak triangle for a while, but that I'm, one of the points of the triangle okay so i'm a point of make it a however your triangle looks because they're not all equilateral there could be different and so i was facing this particular point which happens to be in the south uh, towards the south facing this point so close your eyes and face the point in your own nature that you're most comfortable facing and just so you could identify it's that northeast, southwest, and, and get that point. And then start to move yourself into, um, into the spaciousness of your own spin cycle, which remember, you're spinning from your own axis. So you're facing your favorite point in nature and then turn clockwise until you find another point in, in, in your uh, compass and then anchor out there in spaciousness and, and find, identify that for yourself if you want. Now, did you, you go 90 degrees? Did you go 180 degrees? Or where did you go from that point? And then just send an anchor out to there and then pull it back to your spin axis and you have a triangle. You see, feel that? And so once you have that other anchor point, imagine that like now with people throwing stuff at us, left and right news and everything like that. Now you have two anchors so that you don't wobble as much in the uncertainty. So if one is, so then you can say, okay, I'm anchored here, I'm anchored here. And this is my spin axis is aligned all right, this is what I need to deal with within with my little triangle and the rest is none of my business. 
Wow. You like that? <laughs> I, you know, when I turned right, it was, it was an amazing experience. It was like my body just went into the earth. It was, it, it was just amazing. So one of the things that uh, Florida Meyer used to say was that in her tradition, they used to say that the world could spin off of its axis. And you know, us humans, we want to take everything literal. But what if that's a metaphorical shift? So if you have a second anchor point, right, then if the world starts to spin off of its axis, you're already anchored in, in somewhere out there in space that then you can bring back here. And so you're not as thrown off as if you just have one fixed anchor point. So. For me, I'm like, oh yeah, and I remind myself on my walks to re-anchor myself in those two points so that as as things start to shift, that I know where I am at all times. Yeah, that's brilliant. Well, I would like to take credit for it, but I, it just came one night on a wind walk. And then what happened was naturally, um, Sandra, because you got me talking the trees now, I just blame her for this activity, that a tree showed up right in that line. So every night when I walk by the tree, and I usually forget that second tree because I got the other tree over here, I figured knowing Sondra in 15 years, I'm going to have 15 trees in my development. But this one reminds me that it's anchored, it's in the line of that new anchor. And so it reminds me every day to check on that second new anchor point for myself. So if you have questions about that, and I actually did a journey in the, in the spring, and it was right before this whole shutdown and all of this virus stuff. I didn't even know about it, but then I'm like, okay, this is, I've got the second point holding me as well. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. If, if all of us as spiritual practitioners kind of take a journey back down memory lane, we all kind of got, not that something was going to happen, but we were given a tool that that you're going to need this tool soon. And but if you really, because I've been um, when I talk to people or when I was on Facebook, um, you would keep hearing uh, not that people were connecting; they weren't making any connection. But I could make this connection that they got this tool right before the COVID came in and the spirits were trying to help. Yeah, I didn't get it until I all of a sudden about a week or two ago, and they're like, wow, that tool came right before this. You know, we learned time jumping in December right before this. And, you know, and what I missed totally was that last year, and, and Sandra, you know, I was talking to you about it. I pitched this movie to uh, my movie producer friend and I'm, and I'm telling her, well, yeah, then the person goes 40 years in the future and they can't go outside. I had no idea that I was looking a year ahead. And so I, when I wrote to her recently, I'm there, remember that movie I pitched you? It was really, I think about this time. I said, so now I'm gonna really have to journey out 40 years and see what, you know, see what it, it looks like from, from that anchor point. And so, so trust what you're getting and really start to know that you are being guided and sometimes we only see it in retrospect. Exactly. That's it's amazing if you really reflect and if you stay present 
you can actually start to make those kinds of connections. Absolutely. So stay with us because we're, we're making these, one of the things I love about our show is that we make these connections online right before the show starts. You know, we get these ideas and we, we usually follow them through. So uh, stay with us because I think we are really on the cutting edge of, of time and space you know and we certainly enjoy talking to each other about this stuff (laughs) and the other thing is Renee and I are both really committed to our spiritual practices Um, um, I am not committed to uh, um, arguing I'm not committed to that in any way I spend too much of my life I'm an elder now it's about bringing peace into the world. It's about bringing love into the world. We are constantly downloading tools for to get us through this time. We're teaching our own workshops. We can't bring everything from our workshops into the shaman's cave, but we do bring practices that we know are going to help you get through whatever is coming and to stay present and for us to stay present together and to do our work together. And so the Shaman's Cave is a safe haven for you to come and go, let me work on some tools. Let me work on some tools to help me with how I'm feeling in the present right now. And we all do it together and uh, we all share together. And Renee and I love each other and we really appreciate you and we love you all out there for the contributions that you're making right now to the collective and it makes a difference. So thank you. Absolutely. And Sandra is going to be teaching another, um, another course coming up about how to navigate through, um, you know, these darker days that you might be experiencing. And so look for that over at the shamanstv.com. There's probably a link there and probably a description. And um, I've taken up to loving one day retreats because it's the perfect commitment for me. And it's just the perfect commitment for for everyone. And and we did one in June and I'm going to be doing one for sure in September and probably in August because it's just a great way of, of spending a day learning about the wind and really putting these practices to good use in your life. And the last one was awesome. So I'm so excited about this. And also order our books. You know, this is the least you can do. You know, the most you could do is take all of our classes, but the least you could do is go over to your favorite bookstore or over to Amazon and get one of our books, one for each of us. And and then, you know, support the show. And, and we want to thank everyone who does contribute on a, we have some regular contributors who contribute monthly. Sign, the, sign up at shamanstv.com. Come over to the Facebook group. And this show, why don't you come over and tell us some of the tools you realized you got before COVID. And also um, share the show. You get 100 time blessings when you share the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. (laughs) Well, have a beautiful day, a beautiful night, everyone, and uh, stay well and stay filled with light. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Sandra, and thank you, everyone at home. Mm